is like the, the last straw on the camel's back. There you go. Straw on the camel's back. Who came up with that idiom? There you go. Yeah. Well, or no, someone, that, someone no, that one, that one make that one makes sense because usually, like, you load what, up like, a camel with a bunch of shit, and the straw is happened? that last piece of ounce that, like, what that killed the camel? Did the camel fall over and die? Why is that insane? It's it's like an idiom to like you're really like you you pushed you're it a push little it. bit too far. Well, I know I know what it means, but it's just like you know why is that a thing that I'm saying? Like I don't I've never been on a camel in my life. Yeah, Brick, no, 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 yeah, the, the transfer back. of what? that, yeah, like it, and it sticks around, yeah. What a, there's no camels here. Anyway. Um. Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. My name is James. I am Leo. And I'm Justin. <laughs> I always try to deliver my introduction differently like my cadence every single time i try to mix it up i don't know why it's just my brain's like yeah, you can't today you was can't, very yeah today was very dainty you were like yeah. welcome to <laughs> the good game podcast I, like, I don't it was know. so, so I, I, delicate I, like you were just placing it so nicely i think yeah, it's kind of yeah. cool it's one of those little things that makes podcasting great is that like if you're here for like Every episode, you get to hear those little differences, little nuances. You know? Well, well, tonight is—I uh, think that's appropriate. Tonight is a very dainty, delicate night because we're talking about uh, space, the the mm. most delicate of frontiers. Places. Yeah, the most <laughs> the most delicate <laughs> frontier. I don't know where I'm going with this. I was trying to segue, yeah. and then it, it crashed and burned. Dude, I just got <laughs> seventy-five thousand credits for that bounty. Wow! What I wow? What bounty? What is are you, Leo talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about, buddy? Well, I'm a space hauling, bounty hunting, space cowboy. <laughs> In what Rootin video tootin'. game? In Elite Dangerous. Hey, we're talking about Elite Dangerous, uh, yeah. a very highly modeled space sim game, and then later in the show, we're talking about our favorite space games. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, what do you guys um what what do you guys make of this game Elite Dangerous? Well, um Elite Elite Dangerous is an interesting name for the game. Um, yeah, I don't what that Yeah. That, like, it doesn't come it off called, like space. Yeah. What is it called Elite, Elite Dangerous. Dangerous? Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't really it, uh Elite Dangerous sounds like a sounds like a very action packed, you know, thrill ride sort of like Danger, elite. Yeah, dan- uh, like when like, I hear elite like, dangerous, I think I'm gonna do like some like covert ops, like military infiltration, right. like. Yeah, no. I, this yeah. the well this th- this game does have some dangers. It's it's um, modeled uh, very accurately to our existing uh, Milky Way galaxy, and there are a lot of dangers in space. Uh, and mm. it is a little bit kind of a million ways to die in the West, sort of, or like. There's so many stories people have of just randomly dying in this game from, you know, <laughs> flying too close to a sun to trying to land on a planet that's got 34 times the gravity of Earth or whatever. And um, so that's so it's dangerous in that respect. I've learned that sometimes the game will just dump you out too close to the sun and uh, all the heat warnings <laughs> will just go off. That doesn't uh, yeah, happen. That's <laughs> only, that happened only to me like you, three James. times. 
<laughs> when I'm. It's because you, you have your. Th- what you came out of warp with, like, yeah, with his throttle kept, and kept accelerating. Yeah, it just yes. kept flying into this into the sun. Yeah, well, it does so like th- take you out of it like at a complete stop, pretty much. Yeah, it does. It's supposed well, to. Okay, so I have like full throttle. I, I have a throttle uh, wheel yes. on my flight stick, so I'm like yeah. using Uh-oh. the throttle wheel. So when I, th- I do too. So yeah, I th- I spin up the throttle wheel to do the hyper the jump. drive jump. But then, yeah, like, then you got to spin it down. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's one of the things. The game doesn't tell you you're how like, to do that, so you just end up well, flying into the star by default. That's a that's a good point, though. The game doesn't tell you, and the game doesn't tell you a whole lot. No, the game and doesn't tell you jack shit, and that's yeah. that's the first like, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. This game has an enormous learning curve. Enormous yeah. learning curve. It's just it's a wall. It's something that I it's think turns wall. off a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, including absolutely. me. I, I've owned this game for three years, mm-hmm. and I've only played it in the last three weeks. Yeah. You know, I, I I can tell you that the learning curve was a huge hindrance to me. But like, uh, it's more than just the learning curve for me. And this is this is probably even more like, I don't know, a, a, a more like personal thing. But like, hmm. so like I I spent a bunch of time in the tutorial, ran through, learned all the controls, learned all this simulation crap. You know, I, I got all that stuff down, and then I was like, cool. Like now what? Like like when does the game become fun? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Like I, I <laughs> like I I would say I, okay okay okay. I've spent a grand total of probably three hours in this game. I don't have a lot of playtime in this game. My three hours in this game, like, 95% of it has just been, like, flying around. Like, just flying around in empty space. <laughs> like, is that, is, yeah. that the, is that the experience I mean, like, of Elite Dangerous? I don't think so. Um, okay, okay. That is definitely that's definitely how it starts. It yeah. starts that way for everyone. Um, but I think it's like you have to make a concentrated effort to get past that learning curve. I think it is the most. No, no, no. The it's not the learning obstacle. curve. I, I, I no, feel I, like I have a. Okay. No, no. Let me let okay, me explain right. why. Okay, 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 okay. It's it's not. What did you learn? What what would you consider that you would you do you feel that you've surpassed the learning curve already no like, not, not at all have. no i'm i'm right. scratching the surface i know how okay. to control my ship and i know how to like get from point a to point b how to dock how to undock purchase all the crap and you know out exactly the, yeah yeah i, I know and the like basics you said, i know the basics and like you said you're scratching the surface to yeah. me the greater learning curve is really about what you actually do in this game okay yeah what like, do you do in this game because i'm waiting for this game to you know be a game <laughs> right, and that's and that's yeah. the key. Is basically way after you've learned how to fly this ship, <laughs> then you learn about how to make money. There's bounty hunting. There's yeah. mining. There's yeah. trading. There's exploration, and there's mechanics for each one of these things that are mm-hmm. like mini games mm-hmm. and um, a very different experience for each each of those. You know, yeah, um, it, then there's it's a the, space sim too. Like you got to think about that. Yeah, there is a lot of flying, and there's a lot of empty space. That is true, no matter what. Yeah, I, okay, so, like, I can appreciate the, like, super highly modeled space sim. Like, that that's cool, but the novelty of that kind of wears off after you do it a few times. Like, the whole hyperdrive thing and, you know, jumping in and out and all of the flying, docking, undocking. The no- that is cool the first few times you do it. And then, like, the sixth, seventh, eighth time you're like, all right, like, come on. Um, 
okay, still, I can appreciate the space sim, but, okay, when, when I was, like, and this is what I was talking about, it's, it's a more personal thing for me, because when I was Googling, like, how to play Elite Dangerous, like, all of the guides are, like, rephrasing the question as, how do you make money in Elite Dangerous? I was like, okay, yes. but why the, do I want to make money? Like, why do I, why am I, play, like, what is the point of this game? And I think, I think ultimately, the answer is, there is no point. You have to come up no. with your own goals. You have to come up with yes. your own thing. And I'm not good at that. You have to role play. Yeah, yeah. I am yeah. so. I am so not good at that. If you give me an open ended game, and and I, and that's what I mean. I, I struggle with this in a lot of like open ended games and MMOs. Like it, mm -hmm. if if I can't find something interesting to like latch onto or something fun to do, I'm just like, all right, fuck it. I'll I'll, I'll play something else now. And yeah, that's, no, I, I definitely yeah. agree that that's you. You make your own goals in this game. It is designed to be, you know, the opposite of like an established i guess path you know like you just say oh, okay i i want to try to earn some money to get a bigger ship that was my first goal yeah so then it's like okay how do i earn money was really my question like like you said you know and yeah all of the way, guides way, just tell way. you how to make money i'm like yeah but yeah. why do i want to make money like is there a yeah. thing i should be doing like there's no there's no like with this game there's no kind of defined game loop or goal or story to like achieve yeah. Or anything like that. It's really yeah. just about doing stuff in space and kind of making your own goals. I will tell you this. One of the goals I have, for example, this is the this is the moment where it became the most goal-oriented game for me. Um, Sol is our solar system in real life, right? Mm -hmm. Our sun okay. with Earth and everything like that. Um, and it exists in the game, in Elite Dangerous, but it's behind a uh, Federation-owned like system so you have to have a permit with the alliance the federation alliance or whatever just to go there mm -hmm. um with Starfleet, so, yeah, yeah 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 so in order to get a permit you have to complete missions for the federation alliance which involves going to you know the federation owned starports asking for a mission going to complete that you earn a little bit of reputation and you work your way up the ranks of basically being like a an alliance pilot Starfleet and then officer, you get a permit yeah. to go to yeah. yeah to, then you get a permit to go to Seoul, and you that's my main goal right now. Go out on some missions to the neutral zone and destroy some Romulan warbirds. <laughs> exactly, yeah, that's literally it. So I'm basically you know doing the Star Trek thing, and then I want to go to the Seoul galaxy and uh, and see Earth. That's really my main goal right now. Okay, but cool. I made that myself. You know, cool. there's yeah, no, yeah. you know, self-driven. You know, yeah, I, I struggle with that, and like. Okay. <laughs> really, like the only game I've ever like latched onto that it's been super open ended like that is like Minecraft, and I right. think the thing I found interesting about Minecraft was all the creative stuff. Like I wasn't super interested in like the survival aspects of Minecraft, which I know like that appeals to a lot of people. But like for me, Minecraft is all about more creative stuff, and I know like Minecraft now actually has like an end with like a boss you fight and then you beat the boss and you beat the game you know the credits roll and everything but like i'm talking about the like older like the beta version of minecraft which is like how i got introduced to that game was super open ended and like normally that is not my type of game uh i don't know yeah i i no, just I, agree. I just usually don't go for the like you know make your own sandbox style yeah i i suppose yeah. that's how to describe it it's a sandbox make your own goal sort of thing it's usually right. not my type of game. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, now, it's funny that you mentioned Minecraft, though, in, in, in making that uh, comparison. 
there's a game that someone linked me to whenever they learned that I was playing a little bit of Elite Dangerous. Uh, I think it's called Space World. I forget what it's called. It's it's in like pre-alpha right now, but mm-hmm. it's basically Elite Dangerous meets Minecraft. It's like a, a completely you know big large space universe kind of thing, but you build your own ships with like a blocks like system. Yeah, I've like, seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, you're it right. Called? It's it's base something. I I know exactly what you're talking about. Space base space space world, base. Yeah, like let's that. call it space base, and then just infuriate anyone who's listening to this <laughs> podcast is just screaming <laughs> out the name of the game if they know it. Yeah, just like hey, God damn there, it, it's called Space <laughs> World. Yeah, if you're out there screaming the name of that game, you know, <laughs> give us an email. <laughs> Leave Good the name of the game we're cast. talking about in the comments. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Interact with us, please. Um, but yeah, that game kind of seems interesting if you appreciate a more creative aspect to the whole mm-hmm. sandbox mm-hmm. element. Um, but you know, is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I was just looking for uh, I, I, just something fun to do in Elite Dangerous. <laughs> it sounds like I'm being super. I don't know, because like there's just so many layers of like like minutia and just like obtuse like menus and spreadsheets of information oh. like in like there's no under- spreadsheets uh, like there's like the menus just have like tabs of like information and like oh, yeah. just navigating like knowing what all the menus are and like n- learning how to control the ship is like <laughs> yeah like the game yeah, is it was a little a little tedious the, yeah the game is like buried deep beneath all this like obtuse information that you have to understand first which was like the other and like i'm okay like one of my favorite games is dark souls which uh if if you really want to get good at that game you kind of have to make an effort to understand how all the systems work behind the scenes which is exactly what i'm describing in elite dangerous it's just spreadsheets of numbers of strength and intelligence and stat you and you have to understand how all of it works if you want to like really master that so like (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm okay with like the wall of a learning curve that you have to climb as long as the game behind it is fun or like you know, ah, like something I can be interested like something that is enjoyable yeah. and and I you, got you need something in the meantime right you need something yes. that, that you can engage with exactly while you're still learning exactly the yes of the exactly game. Yeah. because yes elite dangerous yeah. just starts you right off with like okay you got to learn everything go here's the world yes yeah yeah, go. Yeah. 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 yeah 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 but i mean like is is that not how really you would be thrown into that whole kind of situation it's like here's your space license so i mean there you go now space is yours do what you want you know and, that, and like, that's that's the key right i mean i think for some people yes exactly it, so, it, this it, is it, yeah this is going works. to appeal there, there is a very certain subset of people that this game is like gonna be their fucking shit, and that's yeah. awesome, and that's that's yeah. great, and it, it just like Dark Souls, like I mean, it's probably more mainstream than Elite Dangerous, but like there are certain people that that those games are just not for, and I get it, like I totally, totally, totally get it, but yeah, Elite Dangerous is just so not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I gotta understand that. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're definitely... looking. You're looking for an adventure. You're looking for like something to do. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. game just is more of like a kind of do your own thing. Exactly. And, and yeah, make uh, your own adventure. Another game I want to contrast this against because I fucking love it is Star Wars Tie Fighter, the 1990, I think 
95? 1990? Yeah, it might be before that. Anyway, early to mid-90s DOS PC game. Uh, it's a Star Wars flight simulator. And it, it had not nearly to the same degree that Elite Dangerous has, but it has a learning curve. And it has the same sort of thing as Elite Dangerous, where, like, every fucking key on your keyboard does something. Uh, but, like, you you... If you spend a lot of time with TIE Fighter, you'll eventually learn what all those keys do. But, like, basically, all you have to do is just point your reticle at something and blow it up. Like, that's the game. Like, and then eventually you learn how to, like, maximize the efficiency of your ship and control all these other systems. But really, the heart of the game is just point and shoot and blow up. And, and that's why I think, like, that game appeals to me more is because, like, it's just... Um, I don't know. The, the the underlying game is just more apparent. It it's not buried deep beneath menus and information and I don't know. No, yeah. I mean, I think there's different late like levels of space that you could do in a game. Uh-huh. And I think the elite the people behind Elite Dangerous definitely chose a certain level of space that that is not it's not like easily accessible. Um like to most people's level of interest i think um but the reward from that is if if it, if you if you are the kind of the right kind of person that like are intrigued enough by the base game to learn its intricacies then the the opportunities are like you know the payoff is huge you know if if you like learn all those intricacies that like if you have the patience to learn all those things i guess well, uh, one, but one of the other trade-offs, I think, of having, like, the super obtuse, highly modeled system is that you can have a, a game system that purports to be, like, realistic, right? Because it's like, right. oh, you know, the, yeah. the suns have gravity and the planets orbit the sun and, like, uh, you know, um, yeah. the sun is hot and if you fly too close, you heat and, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You have all these, like, yeah, crazy systems then, like... Oh, there's... Have you have you checked out, like, um, there's, like, a subreddit for Elite, obviously, uh-huh. um, but there's, like, these stories of, like, there's a guy, I watched his whole video, he did a time lapse, like, he found a planet, like, he, he like, that's the thing, is people are exploring planets in this game, like, planets no one has ever landed on, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's literally that huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he found a planet, and it, went, and it was, like, really close to, like, a... One of those, I forget what the official celestial term is, but one of those, like, imploded stars. A black um, hole? <laughs> well, no, it's, it was like, it's like a big gaseous star. It's like, it's like really bright, but it's already dead. Um, I forget what the heck it's called. Um, or maybe it was a dying star. I don't know. The point is, okay. the pla- it was really close to the planet, uh-huh. and he wanted to see, like, the trajectory of the planet as compared to the star, whatever. He lands his SRV there. And then, like, just does a time lapse, and in a YouTube video, you see the planet, like, literally orbiting about around this, like, star. And all of that is happening all at the same time around the entire game. So everyone can have kind of a different experience, and it's all based on real orbits and everything like that, like you were saying. That's mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of nuts. No, that's super cool. Yeah. That's, like, th- yeah. technically impressive. That I, I, I yeah. don't want to take away, like, oh, I don't no, know. No, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I, I appreciate, but, but it's like, but it's like it's you said, that's modern. a trade-off, though. Yeah, that's a trade-off. Yes. You know, that's yes. <laughs> you're, you're you have a highly modeled, highly realistic, you know, all these crazy systems. The trade-off is like you have a large learning curve and a lot of tedium. Yeah, agreed. agreed. Yeah, yeah, that that's really what what 
turned me off from this game for such a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I've, I owned this game like years ago, and then just tried very similar. Like I played like maybe like twenty minutes of this game, and I was like, oh my god, what is going on? I, I don't want to play this. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like when I first played it, so it was a lot of just, and, and Leo was there when I first turned it on. It was a lot of me just like trying to figure out the flying, and that was that was yeah, that was a huge learning curve, and to get used to it, and like. I also started looking up like videos and and tutorials or how do people you know best set up their uh, mouse and keyboard and oh shit uh, you're doing mouse keyboard what was that yeah, experience that was that's interesting and um, that's how that played I played for for the first like twenty hours how does this keyboard. even work with mouse keyboard it, it works pretty good really okay for for what it is I mean, okay. All right. Yeah, essentially, like, so you, your uh, WASD keys are, are, like, thrust, pretty much. Okay. And your mouse is, like, the yaw and the, you know, tilting, moving, so kind of turning a little bit, so. But, like, sometimes, like, I would sit there, and, like, if I if I leaned a little bit on the right or a little bit on the left, all of a sudden, my ship would just start spinning. It was just awkward, and... <laughs> It was difficult, and it was like trying to get it to not do that. So I was, I was constantly looking up like ways to change the controls to to help with that. Yeah, I um, I did a lot of that at the beginning. But by the way, Leo, I know you and I are playing with a flight stick. By default, mm-hmm. was your um, X axis on your joystick was the X axis mapped to y- uh, roll instead of yaw? So when you say X axis, I mean side to mean side, like- not not forward backwards. Well, my joystick has a twist motion side to side. Ah, so you okay? Because I have I have a way older joystick, so I just have an X axis and a Y axis, so it just goes uh. forward, backwards, side to side. So by default, the game had mapped uh, my uh, like X axis, so side to side to roll left, right. Oh, so yeah, when that's, I that's when, exactly <laughs> when I go left, my ship just starts rolling. So I was like, what <laughs> the fuck? Because because like, how, how else would you have it? Uh, you have left, right as yaw instead of roll. Oh no, 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 no! That's terrible. You want to you want to roll to the left, and then you want to pitch up. So basically, when you turn, you every time you make a turn in this game, you're basically turning sideways and then uh-huh. pitching up. Yeah, but what if I want to turn without pitching? Well, you can yaw with either like if you had pedals or with some keys, or in my case, I twist the joystick to yaw left and right. But the yaw is very slow. It's, it's uh, like it is, a... and that's the other thing I, I found weird. Yeah, because like in Tie Fighter, all of the ships are like crazy fast and maneuverable, and like you can just zip all around all over the place. Like the comparatively, the ships in this game felt like so sluggish and unresponsive. Especially, well, to be fair, yeah. you're in the worst ship possible when you start. I, I, I figured. I figured there's probably ships with better stats, and and some of yeah. this is probably like you know the That's the highly modeled realism of like ships can't. Yeah, yeah, it's know, a bit of both. Ships yeah. can't make ninety degree turns or whatever, but uh, yeah, I don't but know. I also, I, I, I also heard the argument um, that when they developed the controls for Elite Dangerous, that they developed them with like an atmosphere in mind. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that they really should been should have been designed for more of uh, like space, where space you would definitely control your ship a lot differently. Like you're you're saying, James, you would you would definitely change how you know your yaw and roll would be assigned to the stick. Where it seems like they almost assigned it as if it were to be like a jet, like yeah, on okay, Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm not entirely sure how true that is. I'm not familiar with basic flight controls. Yeah. So but. that's I, I kind of that's an interesting point because I have played a couple of other sort of space simulators um, as in the past and and more recently as well as I was looking for something that worked really well with VR, which is what kind of got me started on this game. Um, and in playing another game that's very popular, it's kind of some like lumped into the same group as this game and No Man's Sky. So those those are the three. Like Star Citizen is the one I'm talking about. Oh then boy. there's No Ma- No Man's Sky and Elite uh-huh. Dangerous. Those are like the big three sort of space simulator games. Yep. And yeah. I I hopped into Star Citizen recently, and their flight system is a lot more like kind of like what you're describing. It is it's very similar to Elite with flight assist off. If you ever tried turning that off, um, on my joystick I actually have a button to turn off flight assist like momentarily. When you do that, it's how space it's how Star Citizen flies all their ships. It is like every minute movement like spins you out of control it's like a complete omnidirectional control of your ship as opposed to more of like a fighter jet sort of feel like you were saying justin i i think the fighter jet style is i don't know i find it more like it's more simple but i like it a lot like it's more easy to grasp i think um as steep of a learning curve as this game is like any added complexity of a you know, omnidirectional flight control like that would be, oh man, that would be brutal, which I guess is how Star Citizen is for what it is. (laughs) So, you know, I keep making comparisons between this game and other games. You know what this reminds me of? Like, (laughs) sports games. Like, the difference between, like, NBA 2K whatever and, like, NBA Jam or, like, Madden and Blitz. Like, I don't fucking want the realism. I want the arcade goofy bullshit. I want to be able to right, NBA yeah. jam, do a million flips, slam dunk, set the hoop on fire. I want to be in blitz, tackle the people after the whistle. Like, I don't Throw them care. Around. Like, I don't want this super highly realistic pitch, yaw, whatever. Like, no, I just want to, like, zoom around and blow shit up. <laughs> you don't want those yeah. perfect stats? No, yeah. no, no, no. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want the realistic model. I want the arcade model. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely not this, but uh, <laughs> yeah, if you're definitely looking for a good simulation, Elite Dangerous is 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 a good simulation. Like, if you oh, yeah, really want to yeah. know what it feels like. Yeah, you know, granted, there there is the adventure element where there's like bounties and and like you know, there's obviously quests and pretty much shit you have to do. But yeah, in the end, it really is. It's just space, and you're in space, and you're doing your thing, and that's roughly about it like uh do your thing like have fun with it there's nothing really there's no story here you're just here and you're flying around and you're a space cowboy so do it (laughs) that's basically it yeah yeah but i mean like to to be honest that that appeals to someone like me too like i kind of like that i kind of like that it's just like just kind of turn off your brain and just fly around space and just do things Rather than trying to have like a linear story in mind, I can appreciate so, that. I can appreciate yeah. that. By the way, the the one thing I did uh, appreciate was when you dock in a spaceport, it starts playing. Um, oh yeah, I think it's oh, yeah. Tchaikovsky. Is that the is that the wow, Nutcracker? Ch- what like da 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 yeah which that was perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's reminded me a lot of uh like all of the classical music in like 2001 which i'm sure is what is being referenced there yeah probably yeah yep. 
Oh, you know what else too is you can actually um, in, upload your own playlist and stuff into this game. Ooh. Um, so you can load up like uh, MP3 files or whatever, and then the game loads them out of like you know the software, the game install folder or whatever. But then in your ship, you can go to a menu and like play the music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, well, anything else with Elite Dangerous? Um, it's a it's a complicated game. It is oh, for sure. It is a complicated yeah. game. It's going yeah, to. It's- if you already know if you're that person if you've listened to this conversation you already know if this game is for you or not (laughs) yeah you know if you're the space sim guy it's not like your gamey kind of game it's more yeah 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 it's a simulation it's a simulation it's a simulation yeah yeah it's like truck simulator in space uh but less of the jankiness yeah 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 uh, this podcast is brought to you by our Patreon uh, people, backers. Yeah, backers. There we go, right? Are they backers? No, we're not Kickstarter. I don't, what are they? They're patrons. Yeah, Green they're Bay patrons. backers. <laughs> patrons. <laughs> um, thank you, patrons. You make this podcast possible. Um, your uh, money helps us uh, uh, pay for the software that we use to uh, post and host this podcast. And you too, listening to this podcast, can uh, support us on Patreon and be a a backer or a patron or whatever the hell you a want. A patriot. You, a patriot. You can be a patriot. Um, <laughs> you can call yourself whatever you want. If you go to uh, patreon.com and look for Good Games Cast, you can also email us at goodgamescast at gmail.com. Ooh, All right, um, let's talk about our top five space games. Uh, sh- should I go okay. first? You go first. Uh, uh-huh. I'll be right back. I just got a oh bio break, right. and then I'll come back. Ah, okay. I'm gonna go first, and I guess okay. <laughs> just you and me, Justin. Here we go. Are All just right. gonna talk about uh, my top five or our top five games until Leo gets back. There um, you go unsurprisingly you're not gonna find elite dangerous in my top five my oh okay my number five space game is star fox 64 Ooh, uh, okay. yeah fucking star fox like this is yeah. this is this is what i meant when i was like hey i want some arcadey bullshit like flying around blow shit up like yes yeah i want some fucking star yeah. fox which star fox 64 was like was like a great like Especially like when we were just getting into that whole like 3D realm, which was N64 roughly. Yeah, like Star yeah. Fox hit that really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is the type of game that I enjoy. Uh, I just want to fly around and blow shit up. Uh, yeah, Star Fox yeah. 64. What about you, Justin? What's your number five? My number five, I put FTL. <gasps> FTL, not all the way down at five, man. Well, there there was a there was a couple. I don't know. Like it was this was a this was another difficult list because it's like I sat there and tried to think of like okay, what space games have I played? And then I literally had to like type into Google like okay, what are space games? Because like this, it's such a broad thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Consider, I, t- I totally did consider, the same thing. I was like, what the hell are even space games? Yeah, because it's like, do you consider just being on a planet a space game? Like you're on an alien planet, but is that really space or is that just you know sure, survival or sure, like whatever? Yeah. It's like yeah, so but I liked FTL, but like personally, I I found it 
kind of difficult in some ways because I don't know. Yeah. I was just trying to adapt my mind to the whole like, but but I enjoyed it. It was I like the whole like uh, ship command control and it kind of you know you can do this and that and you can pause it and and you can like vent out the things to kill enemies or mm. put out fires and it was a really cool like like a command like a space command simulator in a way. Yeah. Where you had to tell people where to go, you had to make sure someone was working on that in order to keep that running, you know, make sure there was power going. And then, you know, it, it did give you, like, a bit of a, like, dangerous story, like, you were the rebels running away. Um, there was this force about to, like, take over, and they're, like, hatching up to you, and you got the last little bit of, I forgot, I for, literally forgot, I haven't played that game in a while, but I have, like, I forgot what the plot was. But I, I remember, so I feel like you're, like, running away with, like, the last bit of, like, hope, essentially. Rogue One. Shit, man. I don't remember what the plot of that game is either. All I remember is you're running away. <laughs> yeah. All I remember rough... is exactly what you described. It, it's essentially, it's sort of like a Star Wars thing where, like, there's this, like, new, like, kind of tyrannistic, like, empire or, like, rebels or something, like, coming after you. And you're trying to run away and you have, like, the last bit of something. You've been a ship assigned yeah. to, to do something. and But yeah. you have to run away, but then they keep catching up or you keep running into hostiles or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was pretty good. Oh, what, love FTL. What, what were the first two choices? Oh, I threw out Star Fox 64, and Justin threw out FTL. You know, gotcha. I'm going to say, I'm surprised Star Fox 64 was that low on your list. Oh, really? Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I got a lot of other space games I really love. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm what curious. about you, Leo? What's your, what's your five? I would say, I mean, are we doing all five or just number five? Yeah, number five. Number five, I'm going to give to No Man's Sky. Oh, all right. Nice. Um, I only just played this game for the first time about three weeks ago uh, mm-hmm. when I was kind of starting my research of um, you know, space simulators or whatever. Uh, so I know when the game first came out, there was a lot of uh, controversy behind it. Yep. Uh, but I think a lot of people have agreed that the game has really done a uh, kind of a big 180 uh, in its popularity. Um, that's what I've heard. Uh, that's what I've yeah. heard is it's uh, it's pretty pretty good game now. I would definitely say that um, I was impressed with like I don't know how marketable it was. Like I could definitely if if I wasn't so uh, busy trying to learn my way through Elite Dangerous, I probably would be spending a lot of time in No Man's Sky. Like it's definitely a game I want to revisit because it's like yeah. it seems like yeah, a real, game. You... Real quick, how do those two games compare? Um, they're actually. I would put them kind of in the same family, I would say, but No Man's Sky is a little bit more um, mass marketable. Like, uh, things are made more simple for you. It has a little bit of more focus on uh, exploring planets and finding unique um, combinations of, you know, genetic species. And And it's uh, procedurally generated, right? It is procedurally generated. You're gathering, um, you're gathering, like, resources and building, like, new parts of your ship like it's it's a little bit more adventure you know space yeah. adventure uh, and so yeah yeah and i i could agree with that that it has like that sort of more of that game appeal to it where it's like right. oh it's more flashy colors it's more like kind yes. of standard like iconic ui to where you're like moving things around so it, it feels more like 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 how you've been arguing james more of like a game game like a adventure game almost yep but it keeps that sense of like you're still kind of out in space and doing your own thing. Hmm. Yeah, okay. it's basically it's 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 got more of a game sort of a feel, 
Um, but it's still out there in space, and there's a lot to explore and a lot to be impressed about technically. So, I okay, my yeah. number five. My number four is Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, not your typical space game, uh, but Does that really count. Yeah, what? He's in goddamn space. What? He's in fucking space. It's a space game. I guess. All right. Yeah. Um, no. Well, like, well me, me and James just said that earlier while you were absent, Leo. So it's um, like, what the we fuck were saying, is like, what qualifies game, as a yeah. space game? Yeah, yeah. Like, is I it being on a planet? Is it being in space? Is it flying through space? A, fo- a focus on, you know, uh, the extraterrestrial, I guess. I would say Mario Galaxy yeah. fits that description. I would um, say so as well. I would say so as well. You can be yeah. a bee on a different planet. You can definitely be a bee on a different planet. Um, so, uh, I like this game a lot. Uh, it, okay, nasty shit out of the way first. Um, some of the, like, planets, like, when you run around the planet, okay, so, uh, I don't know how to explain this, but, like, gravity is kind of a big mechanic in this game, and, uh, you can just run around entire, like, small planetoids as Mario, which can be really disorienting, especially because, like, the... The game kind of um, struggles to split the difference between, like, uh, like reorienting your controls so that they make sense in relation to Mario. Anyway, it, it's kind of disorienting. And also, there's, like, waggle motion controls. Aside from that, uh, this game is, like, really fucking good. Uh, this was, like, w- one of the first games that I was like, oh, like, Nintendo makes amazing levels. <laughs> Wow. Because, uh, yeah. like, they'll come up with, like, an idea for a level. And it's, like, a fucking amazing idea. So, like, um, one of the concepts is... Uh, and, and this game also splits the difference between, like, 3D levels and 2D levels. So there's a 2D mm-hmm. level where they keep flipping gravity. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, um, there's blue gravity, which which... For the sake of my example, let's just say works as normal, where you know gravity points downwards towards the bottom of the screen. But then yeah. there will be points where there's like red background, and that means like red gravity, where gravity is inverted, and Mario falls up like towards the top of your screen. And there's like entire platforming challenges around that, and that's just like a level, and that's fucking it. And then they move on to a, another idea. But, like, you could have made an entire fucking game around that one mechanic of, like, flipping gravity. But yeah. instead, instead, like, nope, it's just one level, and then we're going on to another cool idea. And that's, like... And they, they've done this again in Mario Odyssey and, um, like, Mario 3D World. It has the same sort of thing, where it's just, like, here's an awesome idea. We're doing it once, then we're discarding it and moving on. Uh, but, yeah, Mario <laughs> Galaxy, very good level design. Okay. I feel it. I feel it. Okay. My number four. I I did put Elite Dangerous as my number four. Ooh. Because I find I do like... My thing is I like simulated space. And I like if, like, I can get a good, like, feel for simulated space. Even if it's... Even if it's... Well, dangerous. But even if it's... (laughs) And elite. And elite. Um, No, even if it's, like, difficult to kind of learn to traverse through said space... I do like the fact that it's so detailed mm-hmm. and it feels like you're actually fucking like a pilot in a ship flying around controlling your own thing. Like it, it's like 
you're like, ooh, is this my own little like Star Trek universe or my own little thing going on? It's like it feels so. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that feeling of like being kind of in this futuristic mode, and it feels real and it feels like you're in control of it, you know. And it doesn't feel it like it's being simulated. too much of a game in your face. Yeah. In your face. Yeah. So, I yeah, I put Elite Dangerous at my number four. I kind of liked nice. it. Uh, okay. I still got to figure out the goddamn flight controls because yeah. they stop spinning around but <laughs> yeah, nonetheless that's a bitch. oh you have the same sort of problem where your roll is mapped weird or something yeah it's on yeah. it's on the mouse uh i looked yeah. up it's one the thing i'm, I'm gonna try out but yeah yeah you probably yeah. well whatever anyway we've already talked about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey uh quick interjection here uh um, okay. yeah tinra on the uh twitch uh pod uh, uh, stream of the podcast yeah. that we're hey, doing tinra. for the first time today hello uh, t- Tinra would like to know: uh, Does Little Big Planet count as a space game? Uh, sure. Fuck it. He's an alien, right? I think. I mean, he's on a planet. Or it, something, yeah, it's right? a little big planet. Yeah, yeah. Space yeah. game. I don't know. I put Mario Galaxy count on Tinra. my list, so you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whatever space is to you. Yeah, yeah. that counts. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's All right. Uh, what are we on number four ish? Yeah, uh, four. we already talked a little bit about it, but. Um, I'm going to give it to FTL. Nice. Okay. Oh, hello? Yeah. Oh, well, good. Okay, that's it. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, we've, already, I mean I mean, we've talked all about it. Okay. FTL. I mean, what, is, what else is there to say? Uh, yeah. It's a good game. Uh, it's a puzzle. It's hard. It's space. Uh, it's good. All right. Good. Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, my number three is a game. I'm not sure if I've played with you guys. Have you guys played Space Team? No. Oh, Space Team, no. Yeah. Space Team is the fucking shit. Um, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, th- this game is both a phone app and a board game. I've not played the board oh, game wait, version. Oh, wait. That's right. Fucking Space Team. Yeah, I fucking Space Team. Fucking game. Wait, is this the one with like the different roles or whatever? Yeah, and you have to do the stupid like yes, so like okay. assignments yeah. it gives yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into this game. So, okay, Space Team is. Uh, let me think how to describe this quickly. Uh, you have if you download the phone app, you want to play with somebody else. Um, you you probably want to play with like three, maybe four people optimally. What happens is you'll get commands um, for to perform. So it'll say like set thrusters to fifty percent or something like that. So. Maybe you click a button because you're like in a cockpit and you have a bunch of different control panels. So like maybe you have to set thrusters to 50% or maybe you have to tell somebody else who's playing the game to set the thrusters to 50%. Because if you don't see that control on your panel, that means somebody else has to perform that command. So you say, hey, set thrusters to 50% and then hope that one of the other three, let's say three, one of the other three people you're playing with has thrusters that they can set to 50%. Uh, so it becomes, because everyone else also has commands, so it becomes a game about giving your commands, but also listening really well to what everyone else is saying and making sure that you don't have the control on your screen. Uh, but it's also fucking amazing because uh, the controls just get, like, super stupid like in the later levels it's like 
set the flubaflorp to glorbamuffin. You're like, set the flubaflorp to glorbamuffin because there's like a thing going down and like nobody's done it. And you're right. like, God damn it, set the flubaflorp to glorbamuffin. Like, it's, it's chaotic. Yeah. It's, yeah. And like anyone. One of the, one like, of the commands I remember, it's like, flush the toilet. <laughs> Someone flush the, the toilet. Fucking toilet. Flush the Somebody toilet. flush the toilet. Like right. anyone who's just walking by is like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening right now? Like, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. There's a trend sort of lately, by the way, on like um, a chaotic uh, tabletop games. Yeah. Um, another one that's really like uh, fun for me is this uh, Happy Happy Salmon Happy Yeah Happy Salmon. I think it's called. Have you guys oh, played, I that? played that? I haven't played that. No. Oh, it's fantastic. Go pick it up at Target or YouTube it. It's like that same kind of a feeling where like everyone's yelling. Everyone's yeah. standing up and trying to get something to happen, like everyone at the same time. Uh-huh. Um, I, I like this trend, and yeah, to tie that in with like sort of a Star Trekky feel is uh, yeah. well done. I, I do like that game. Yeah. yeah, space space team is great. That's my number three. Yeah, I like that. Okay, my number three um, may not have been one you guys have heard of. I don't know. Not sure. Uh, but it's not. It's it's questionably a game. But I figure it, I I find it like a it's game. It's called Elite Dangerous. <laughs> called Elite Dangerous. It's it's all it's, it's the like rest of my list. Now. On this list. Um no. Uh have you heard of Space Engine? Uh no. Um, no. So Space Engine is an actual like universe simulator. That's actually how it's labeled oh. is the universe simulator. Oh yeah, yeah. It ta- okay, I know what you're takes, talking about. Okay. Yeah, it takes it takes the known cosmetic space that we're aware of. And it actually does show all the planets and things that we know. And then as you progress outside of that, it will procedurally generate and simulate what actual planets are. There is no, like, flying. I think they added, like, you can have a spaceship or something, but whatever. It's pretty much you could just kind of zip around space and check out, like, systems. Or, like, oh, look, there's a black hole over there. Oh, look, there's a red sun. Or there, there's a white dwarf. I want to kind of zip over there. It's just, like, a cool little thing to just kind of fly around in and just kind of see star systems and what they would look like and how would they be they would be formed because that's what it's doing it's simulating pretty much how we know the universe to be as of right now so you'll find like a nebula you'll find like cloud clouds like out there you'll find all different types of suns and stars and planets and moons and it's pretty cool it's like something just fun to just sit back and just kind of just go around everywhere and just check things out i I remember um starting that up and it was just so cool yeah just so super fucking cool yeah yeah just to have an entire universe simulated yeah and just do whatever and you can go and fly out and then you can see you can see the entire galaxy you can see like oh there's our galaxy and then you can fly out even more and go to a different galaxy and i i kind of really enjoyed that it's tools space engine it's tools like that that like make me a hundred percent sure that aliens exist because like yeah. you realize how small like like earth is in the milky way oh, galaxy in, in the grand scheme oh my and God. Yeah. how yeah. small the milky way galaxy in the grand scheme of the universe you're like oh fuck yeah. we are definitely a hundred percent not alone in the universe oh dude there's no way yeah. there's no mathematical yeah, yeah. like yeah. possible way yeah 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 and you know like star trek voyager does that really well where like they're knocked into a completely different sector of the universe or of the um, galaxy. And it takes them like what, nearly 40 years to get back or something like that. Something, something like ridiculous. That, yeah. And it just goes to show you like just being that far in our galaxy alone at like some kind of, and having the highest possible warp you can get, like even then is 
Earth is so damn far away if you're on the other side of the galaxy. Oh yeah. So that actually um, that actually re- reminds me of something too. By the way, in Elite Dangerous, um, did you know there's actually like this whole actual flight simulator part of it too, where you can fly <laughs> passengers. Oh, oh, from oh, one oh, space oh. station to another. Yeah, and you I get did earn see money something about that. that. Yeah, yeah, you can be like a taxi. Yeah. Yeah, but then there's there's certain space stations out in the farther reaches of the galaxy, like outside of the kind of the newbie area that have been attacked by an alien race um, called the Thargoid or something. In oh, yeah, game. I've seen that. Uh-huh. Um, I went to like a Thargoid like attack. It was like a spaceship that was being attacked. That was slightly terrifying experience. But there's these space stations you can like dock in and like they're all on fire and the comms are messed up and you can take people out of the space station to try and fly them towards the surface of the nearby planet to... Oh, that has a little bit evacuate. of a little bit of drama. Yeah, evacuation missions. That's kind of a cool dramatic spin to the game too that yeah, you, can, okay. you might enjoy if you were looking for a goal. Um You can be a hero, James. That's what Leo's saying. Be a, a hero. hero. A hero taxi. Uh, my number three is going to go to also apparently a fan favorite on the Twitch chat so far. Uh the Kerbal Space Program. I was wondering if anyone was going to have Kerbal in their top five. Yeah, that's yeah. got to be in a top five greatest space games, man. Like, oh, man. Um, okay, what is this game? This game is, if you wanted pretty much the same steep learning curve of Elite Dangerous, but with none of the fantasy. It's It feels like if you wanted to simulate real-life NASA. It's like if you wanted, like the first mission is, is just to get a just to build something that flies and then how high can you get it and then can you break the atmosphere you know and then can you orbit a planet like and get to another planet or whatever so it's like baby steps um the physics are like super realistic i think it's actually used i think i first played it like in school like they use it as an educational Mm -hmm. resource now um, to teach kids about space and um physics and stuff like that Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but um, but it's kind of these cutesy little aliens, so it's you know, it's I guess approachable by uh, by young people. But um, very very impressive technically, and and very good way to learn uh, about kind of astrophysics in general. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, sort of paves the way for the younger generation to be the 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 space explorers. Yeah, I also heard that there a sequel is coming out. Um, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, I think yeah, sometime I heard about this that. year. I think. Yeah, that, yeah, that. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, super cool. I <laughs> uh, I guess it's sort of hypocritical, but I'm totally cool with, like, that game's version of, like, a learning curve and all the, like, highly modeled realism with the pretense yeah. that it's, like, edutainment. That, that right. like, you're learning, you're actually learning about how all these forces work, how rockets work, how multi-stage, yeah. you know, how parachutes work, all that shit. Like, that yeah. is cool to me, like, learning how all that stuff actually works. Is knowledge and entertainment at the same time. I mean, exactly, like, exactly. To be fair, if 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 playing Elite Dangerous actually told us how to in real life fly to another galaxy or another solar system, we we might enjoy that a little bit more. Because then you'd be working towards your actual space license or something, maybe. Hmm. I guess in theory yeah. it kind of does, sort of, maybe. Yeah. It's a little. I don't know. There's. I remember watching a video about Elite Dangerous that like. Uh, there was like a scientist or something on, like in an interview. He's like, "Oh yeah, the things talked about in this game is it's very much based on real life physics." 
everything except for the main thing that allows you to travel faster than light because that's not real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that's like yeah. a yeah. key factor in this yeah. game. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, where are we at? My number two is faster than light, FTL. Uh, Ooh, yeah, have I you guys noticed. ever dreamed about being uh, Captain Picard? Because I have. And FTL sure lets you, you have, be James. Captain Picard. It's great. There you go. Uh, except if... Number one. Yeah, it's, it's your Captain Picard, except if Captain Picard was like way more uh, war-hungry. Just way more murdery. Yeah. <laughs> You, you it's, end it's up the it's the inverse universe the yeah. the weird like evil universe that they do. You end up killing a lot of people in that game, but I don't know I don't know what that game would be if you weren't constantly in combat. Anyway, FTL is great. It uh it, it's great and it's probably on sale right now. By the way, at time of recording, there's like a lunar New Year sale or something. Anyway, all is <laughs> this it lunar is, revel or whatever. Uh, no, on Steam, there's a sale going on right now. Um, all, like yeah. all, this Actually, is a very on a lot of on a lot of things. There's this, like a lunar sale. Yeah, going on. this yeah. is a very good, um, appropriate time, appropriate uh, podcast topic because all these space games are on sale on Steam right now, and I haven't yeah. even checked, but I am like 100 percent sure you can get FTL for you know pocket change probably. Uh, we definitely timed that on purpose. Yeah, totally on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> FTL's yeah. great. If you haven't checked it out, you really need to play FTL. For sure, it's my number two. Yeah, I like how our number five and our number two were flipped because my number two is Star Fox sixty four. Oh <laughs> shit! Okay. Yeah. When I when I think space, like one of the first thing that first things that came to my mind was Star Fox sixty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just like almost like my introduction into like a space flying game. Mm-hmm. Was Star Fox sixty four because I, I had PC games, but I had the basic like puzzly games or like you know Doom or or Quake or whatever. I didn't really have like the space games because it was like you know it was the family computer. But Star Fox sixty four was like one of my first into like f- you know that whole space flying and that three D space of like moving around and shooting things. So yeah, number two, Star Fox sixty four. It just holds a, a a good place in my heart. It's nostalgic. Hell yeah. Sure. I hate Do to say that, but it's roll. nostalgic. It makes me feel old, but it's nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, my number two is a little bit more um, on the fantasy side, but I guess it's the first game that I played that really made me feel like I was playing a story that matched sort of a Star Trek sort of epic mm-hmm. space saga. Um, or maybe that's more of a Star Wars, Star Wars description. I don't know. Uh, it goes to Mass Effect. Um, oh ooh, shit! Right. Fuck me! How did I forget Mass Effect? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, fuck! Seems like All no right. one thought about it. Well, James changes the list. Yeah, I got I gotta. <laughs> oh, well, it's well, hard. It's it's yeah, definitely it hard. hard to find. All right, I gotta to bump off Star Fox in favor of Mass Effect. Then. Oh man! Oh, wow, sorry, wow, sorry, sorry. Not the number five. Wow, it's all right. It's nice. still on my list. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. It's on someone's list. Yeah, Mass Effect is just huge to me. I mean, it like, oh man, what a just epic, epic story, and it really made you feel this large world universe that you know took place in. Um, and you know what I mean, James? Like, didn't it kind of feel like you're playing Star Trek? Like, it has nothing to do with Star Trek, but like the level of quality of complexity to the story and to the yeah, it was like um like a a more 
dark and raunchy version of Star Trek. It was like yeah. it was like it was like DS9 or something. Like except even more dark and raunchy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, here's a couple honorable mentions from a, from those Twitch people still. Um Hey Twitch fans. E- Twitch we love fans you. are talking about uh Eve Online. Oh shit. Oh, yeah, by the yeah. way, <laughs> playing Elite Dangerous uh reminded me of just like the stories I've heard of Eve Online. <laughs> oh, that no, that it is it is really? somewhere along the same vein, I guess, but it's if you play Eve and you play Elite, Elite feels like I don't know, just way way more fun. Then <laughs> so just wow. imagine how bad imagine how bad Eve is for you, James. <laughs> sorry, you sorry, Twitch fans who love Eve. Apparently, uh, we hate it. No, no, no. It's it's a very important <laughs> game as far as space games, space type games go. I think Eve is very important. It's pretty incredible how much like that player driven game has gone. Uh, another one rec- or talked about is. Sins of a Solar Empire. I have not really played that much, but I've I have seen not it. played that either. No. All right, you guys in Twitch chat, tell me about Sins of a Solar Empire while while we talk about our number ones. Uh, wait. I just did. I did. I give. Wait. Oh, my number one. What? What's my yeah. number one? Wait. Oh. Uh, Leo, did you oh, do your y- number two? Yeah. Yeah. It was Mass Effect. Um, Mass Effect, right, number, sorry. Okay. Yeah. I, by the way, I'm we replacing Star, Fact, Star Fox 64 with Mass Effect 2. Specifically the second Makes one. Sense. That, that game's great. Um, my number one is Star Wars TIE Fighter. Uh, it's Boom. There it is. great. It is, to me, it is the ultimate space sim. It's got it's got all of the like highly modeled stuff. Like I was saying, like every key on your keyboard does something. But you don't have to learn all that crap in order to just play the game because you can just you know just start flying around blowing stuff up but also it's the star wars theme and uh i love star wars um that does get you but even more uh there's a pretty decent story they wrote for this game and like that's totally unnecessary because it's just a space sim where you're flying around blowing stuff up but like they contextualize all of the missions that you're doing in like a greater story like you know you're you're uh i'm trying to think you're you know there's a uh, admiral who's defecting from the empire and he's defecting to the alliance and he's got all these secret um technical plans for the empire's next super weapon and like you can't let him defect so you know we got to chase him across the galaxy destroy all of his ships you know you got to make mm. sure uh, you stop him from defecting to the alliance you know all that stuff and since it's tie fighter and i said specifically tie fighter and not x-wing you get to play right. the bad guys instead of the good that's guys. That's true. And that is, is key. Yeah. I think that is key. It's yeah. way more fun to be the Empire. Come on. Uh, yeah, Star Wars Tie Fighter. <laughs> it's a, it's kind of a bit, has a bit more mystery than X Wing, right? Like Tie Fighters, like yeah, you always wonder what those pilots are like. You only see them for quick glimpses during the during the movies. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and since it's a sequel about. to X Wing, they kind of um, polished up a lot of the systems true. that they yeah. introduced. Yeah. And it, it it feels a little more polished than X Wing does. How, even though, how likely? Yeah. Um, how likely are we to get another zero? Another There's no fucking way that not a chance in hell. There's we have no elite. We have elite way. dangerous and Star Citizen <laughs> the, being released. You know, one day the problem. Okay, well, like an unlicensed game, absolutely, I can see that. And well, yeah, an unlicensed version of Tie Fighter, yeah, definitely. I, I, I was kind of hoping that's what um, um, Star Citizen was going to be, just because it has the same DNA as um, it, uh, it might still be. Wing uh, Commander. Or Wing Commander, thank you. Which yeah, is definitely yeah. what TIE Fighter is based on. 
Um, yeah. It has the same DNA, but it, it, it looks like it's going more of that Madden, NFL Madden way than the NFL Blitz way. And I'd, I'd argue TIE Fighter is yeah. a lot more arcadey. Uh, okay. No, I don't think there's any way that's going to happen. The problem right now is that Electronic Arts holds the exclusive license to make Star Wars games, and yeah, they're they not have interested to, in making a. They have to make these big, huge blockbuster games that appeal to a mass audience, and it's not like the right. old days of Star Wars where you know they give the license to anyone, and you could make just these real niche games that appealed to a small subset of people, like Star Wars Tie Fighter. Uh, no, it. Uh, the way things are right now, if EA still has that license, there's no way we're going to get a, a real TIE Fighter sequel. Not a chance, unfortunately. Sad. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Uh, my number one actually falls within the same realm as James, but it's Ooh. a popular GameCube title called Ooh. Star Wars Rogue Leader. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, 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 really, I thought about that, but I put TIE Fighter on. I, fi- I figured I couldn't have two different Star Wars games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, no, Rogue, Rogue, Leader, Rogue Leader takes it even farther in the arcade direction. It's even more arcade than uh, TIE Fighter is. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, you you get the whole, like, mission thing, and um, I think it even is an arcade game. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. I think there's arcade In the versions. same sense, it's like you had the original one on, I believe it was N64. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, like, this is the Rogue Leader was the polished version, and I felt like that one was a really good, like, flying spaceship around. You know, you got some scenarios where you were in space, some scenarios where you're on other planets. You had to rescue people. You had to escort people. Uh, like, when I thought space, and, of course, I also gravitate to Star Wars when I think of space, mm-hmm. um, Rogue Leader like fits that bill for me like very well like that was like the one thing that like really came to mind was rogue leader yeah. um and i i enjoyed playing that game a lot um on my gamecube so yeah that's my number one rogue leader that game's fucking great it's good, good choice uh my number one first i gotta i gotta say a really a truly truly honorable mention to the number one slot mm-hmm. but then i decided it didn't belong anywhere in the top five at all Mm. was um, Star Wars Galaxies, but specifically space. Oh, the jump to light light speed? Yeah. Right, right. Just the space part of Star Wars Galaxies. So it didn't really... Because Star Wars Galaxies without jump to light speed expansion is really just like you're just on planet. Like you you know that you're on another planet out there one day, you know, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But like there's no space to it really until you actually have your ship and you're out in space. But that was such a small part of the game that I didn't think it was fair. But that alone, like, was such an incredible experience, like, jumping into, like, gunships with people and, like, being the co-pilot and jumping into a turret and, like, you know, fighting in space. Very, yeah. very cool. Very, very Super cool. cool. Super mention. cool. Uh, but oh, I that's not even number, number one. one. Okay, here we go. That was just the honorable mention. I yeah. will obviously be giving my number one spot to Elite Dangerous. I was wondering. Um, oh, I, I okay. was wondering. I, you know... <laughs> it's 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 so weird because like I did not like this game like at all. I I it it I felt like I wasted money on it when I first bought it um years ago. I for all the same reasons <laughs> James said. Like I there was nothing to do in the very beginning. It was a super steep learning curve. There was even less to do when I played it because it was a couple of, and like they're always adding to this game. So a couple of years ago there was even less to it. And um and I you know 
I didn't take the time to invest into something that I felt like was like, what am I doing here? Um, but once I started making those goals for myself, just to, just to make the goal, just to have something to work towards, I kind of started falling in love with this game. And now it's kind of one of my, well, my favorite space game of all time. So, um, is what it is, I guess. Did the, that's did getting awesome. the VR make it that much more? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that too. Cause that's kind of why I started playing this game was to, to test out VR. Cause you guys okay. know I've been, mm-hmm. I've been, Put it on the Oculus uh, Quest, Quest headset. Um, yes, uh, this game. Once, so let me explain. Let me give you a vision of what this, what I play this game like. Not every time, but when I want to go kind of in it, this is what I do. I've got, I've got my joystick. It is a split Hotas Hotas system. So Hot I've got ass. a joystick, joystick on the right, super beefy bulky throttle on the left when i look down at my character wearing the vr headset i can see my hands and it, like <laughs> it moves the when i move the throttle the character's hands move the throttle when i move the joystick the character's hands move the joystick okay. um it matches exactly what is in in the game um when you look around with your head to to you know that system that you're using your mouse to look at the menus that kind of pop up very yeah. cool UI system. Yeah. It is kind of complicated, but the fact that I can just activate menus by looking at them <laughs> is is cool. Like I could just look to my left, a menu pops up, and I'm using the, um, the little cursor on the joystick to kind of navigate this. Um, and then the sound is like right there in your ears, which I, I still do believe. We didn't really talk about that too much, but there's some really really impressive sound in this game. Um, oh, it, there is for sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, and and yeah, that that just kind of adds to the whole experience, um, and then the complicated part is there's a lot of inputs that um, you don't really have on all your joysticks necessarily, like as many like you don't have buttons for everything you have to do. So what a lot of players do is install a program called a Voice Attack that lets yeah I heard you, about that yeah you can map voice commands. It's always listening in the background, and you can just say. Uh, I don't have it on right now, so I'm not too worried. But you can say, like, you know, frame shift drive or FSD, and, like, a little computer will talk back to you. Yeah, frame, sh- frame shift drive engage, sir. And then, like, the game, like, it'll hit a key, bo- a key for you that'll be registered in the game as, you know, J to activate the frame shift drive. Um, can I scream at it to, to turn off that noise? You can, there's a, so I bought, or I didn't buy it. There was a free downloadable pack that included a bunch of like commands already mapped out and there's actually some in there where like they're like little references to star trek or um star wars or computer whatever. turn off that noise that's even even yeah you could do all sorts of like little like things that like are soft you can just say hello and it'll say hello back like it's kind of like alexa it's kind of like gimmicky jokes hot and they have they have all sorts of different voice packs um so you can get your favorite kind of uh, space character. I was still looking for Jarvis from Iron Man. Uh, yeah. I couldn't find that one, but they have. I don't even know all the references. There's some that are like um, Doctor Who references, some that are Star Trek references. I think Data's in there somewhere. I don't know. There's yeah. So so you can use that. So imagine if you will. I've got this giant headset on my face. I've got these joysticks, and then like I'm just like telling my computer to fly my ship as I'm, you know, killing space pirates. So like when you like really get in it like that, and that's just. There's people who get go even to more levels, like people who are like sc- screwing their throttles and 
uh, joysticks to their excuse me. They're doing what with their throttles? Excuse me. They're 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 deep with their joysticks into the throttle. Whoa! They're way into it. They're deep. They're deep with their joysticks. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I'm just I'm just I'm just scratching the surface of the level of immersion that some folks really get into here. Yeah, no, I've seen I've seen the like flight chairs that are like uh, wired to like vibrate when you get hit or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother level right there. Yeah, I want to buy ridiculous. one of those like I want to buy one of those like hydraulic like roller coaster simulator. Yeah, things. it's like moving. And that be, with, yeah, yeah, and like have my joysticks and be like flying around. Yeah, well, the que- yeah. the putting on the VR headset definitely gets you like a step mm-hmm. towards that. Like that's that's pretty cool. Do you find yourself jiggling yourself around in the chair when you're playing? (laughs) Pretend I'm like Star Trek style. Uh, Tinra on the stream is actually saying uh, they might they might submit. Hey, Tinra, send send the photos of your old setup for Elite Dangerous to uh, GoodGamesCast at gmail.com. Please, please do that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. By the way, thank you for hanging out with us, Twitch chat. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, we should make this a regular thing. Just yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, I like we've this. got like six have viewers this. just chilling yeah. out here. Yeah, I like having the Twitch chat live with us. This is this is good. That's nice. This, this might be good. a new thing for us. Let's, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I dig it. All right, you guys want to endorse some stuff? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm typing. To, I'm typing a response to my mute. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um. I was hoping somebody else would go first. I guess I'll go first, and I'm yeah, gonna wing it. Okay. I'm gonna wing it. I um, okay, I got one. Um, I'm going to endorse. Uh, I quest- actually have one. If you don't, I, I'm oh. gonna endorse questioning things that you knew as a kid. <laughs> okay, so uh, so we started we started ta- we started talking about this the other day. Everyone knows these things that you learned as a kid, and nobody can explain to me how we all know them. Okay, I'm talking about like, like their like child schoolyard folklore things. So, like, if I say there's a place in France where the <laughs> naked ladies dance, everyone knows that. But why? Like, like all of these weird like school like. Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Laid an Egg. Like, where uh-huh. did we all learn that? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they have, me like, so Chinese, much... me play joke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, like, um, there's the whole, like, um, uh, Miss Susie had a steamboat. The steamboat had a bell. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. all those weird, like, schoolyard things. Like, yeah, every yeah. kid in the world knows them. But, like, I looked why? Up the, the, whole, the whole science behind this, it gets, like, passed down for like uh, eons I, I yeah, yeah. I, I i delve deep into this apparently a lot of them well the jingle uh, i'm trying to remember the jingle bells batman smells thing like came out of the 60s because it was like in vogue to like make up new lyrics to jingle bells and mash it with weird stuff and yeah. some of them get really dark by the time. way uh really? the, 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 there's some like really awful <laughs> there's some like really awful like terrible things that are alternate lyrics to Jingle Bells that I found out. Uh, oh, no. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... And a, a lot of them, like... Um, uh, let's see. The Miss Susie Had a Steamboat. 
that that one goes all the way back to like the 40s like during world war ii so there's like versions of it that are like making fun of hitler there's versions of it that are making fun of mussolini but yeah it's 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 crazy if you dig into the entomology of all these like weird schoolyard things but it still doesn't really explain like how every kid in the world just grew up inherently knowing that jingle bells and batman smells and robin laid an egg like why why do we all know that like it's one of those weird things that like just like you know parents know it and they pass it on to their kids and <laughs> yeah but i can't son, imagine my dad you. sent me yeah yeah son About i gotta batman. tell you something he Some smells parents. and robin laid an egg okay look, look there's A there's human. that there's that one parent that every other parent hates it's like oh that guy never grew up you know he's still just like an immature dude or whatever and then that guy says it to his kid and then that kid says it to their friend and recess and then it just you know snowballs from there just extra, just if, if i were to apply it to like a modern day thing i would say it's kind of like how what we call nowadays are memes in a way yeah right but, yeah. but that's it, the whole thing like memes can get viral and propagate through popular websites and the internet but when we were kids we didn't have the internet like how did that right. information spread i can't because we were out. all literally clustered in thousands like a huge like school in like a huge group so like it you know word spreads when you when you talk in large groups that's just yeah, how it works i, I think i guess that's so cool. yeah, uh, weird. <laughs> I guess I'm endorsing weird schoolyard folklore that you learned as a kid, uh, questioning wow. it, and uh, I don't know, whatever. That's my endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I think it's very interesting. Along the same vein, um, I've, I also get a big um, hit from like researching idioms, like old English idioms, like yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I there's, do that all the time. There's a guy at work that whenever I think of one, you know. I, I can't even remember what I said it the other day, and I was like, "Why is that a phrase? Like, who? Right. What? Like, I why is that, that a thing that people say?" I'm trying to remember the yeah. thing I said. It's something you say like every day, and I'm like, what? "Yeah, why is that a thing no, we say?" I, every time I say something like that, it it strikes me very at that moment. I I always wonder like where I learned it, what does it mm-hmm. mean, like where does the history of it? Because you guys know, I, I had this thing back in like the. High school, college yeah, yeah. days where I used touche wrong all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And yes. <laughs> yeah, remember, I just and that's because growing up like, you know, Puerto Rican, Dominican, we didn't have, you know, we have idioms. But, you know, I had to learn I- idioms in English in the American language. And I learned a lot of mine randomly from just like television and movies and stuff. But yeah. now whenever I say, yeah, just uh, make sure you get all your ducks crossed or whatever. I go like, <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Or whatever, two fish in a barrel, and you're like, what? What is? What does that mean? And where does that come from? You know? Yeah, like that's one thing that comes to mind is ass backwards. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. It is good. One. Yeah, there's a lot of those. A lot of. I'm trying to think. Of, there's like an everyday one, and I was like, what the fuck? Why? Why? And I yeah. had to look it up, and it was some yeah. weird thing. Some of them are just like unknown origins, you know? Like yeah, yeah. someone said it, and then that just became a thing. Yeah. 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 Creepy. Yeah. Yep. So, are you endorsing idioms? What's your endorsement? <laughs> oh no, uh, my endorsement, uh, pretty relevant, is actually uh, streaming on Twitch. Oh hey, hey so, Twitch! So, uh, my New Year's resolution uh, is to to get a little bit more social with our podcast, and part of that, I thought, you know, why don't I do a little bit more streaming on Twitch? Kind of plug the podcast, um, 
And getting started streaming is a whole lot easier than it was when I first tried it like a couple years ago. Mm. Um, you guys know OBS is like a pretty popular open source streaming mm-hmm. software. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they have Streamlabs OBS mm. that basically just holds your hand and does a bunch of stuff for you. Um, lets you plug in directly to t- uh, Twitter to tweet that you're going live. Has these like cool like uh, themes that l- like let you display like an intermission or like a starting soon countdown. Yeah, I saw uh, that. Yeah, Twitch dashboard now has like extensions that'll put down like the like if you put a schedule, it'll count down to your next stream, and you know have you have plugins for like Amazon affiliation links. Like it's like it's just they have a whole uh, stream camp or Twitch camp or something where you have all these videos to learn how to do certain things. It's super easy. <laughs> just get started streaming now. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I hadn't done this before, but uh, uh, and on that topic. Uh, Tinra on, uh, on Twitch says, "Where can we find the podcast? We can find our podcast by searching for Good Games Podcast or Good Games Cast, uh, depending on where you're looking, on Spotify, YouTube, uh, Google Podcast, and uh, iTunes. Uh, uh, yeah, Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for some reason." Uh, it's getting late. I was like, we're also on Tinder. It's <laughs> like, wait, no, that's Whoa. not what. Whoa, uh, that's not that's not one of the things that don't we're on. don't forget that's... to bring your flight sticks. <laughs> Make sure you swipe swipe right on us. Is it right or left? I don't know which ones. I think right is good, left is bad. Yeah, I don't swipe right oh, swipe swipe right on the Good Games podcast. That's right. Or maybe I got it backwards. It's left is good, right is bad. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm now. I'm not sure. <laughs> We're we're all married and none of us have been in the dating game in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Although, did I tell you guys that I really want to start a Tinder with my wife? What? <laughs> what? What? So this, this should be your endorsement. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, okay. okay. New additional endorsement. Uh, creating a <laughs> Tinder with your spouse or significant other uh, for the sole purpose of like interacting with people and doing puns and kind of like um okay so so there's a there's a you know i'm a big redditor and there's a reddit r slash tinder and if you go there it's just people like i don't know like doing like punch lines or like pickup lines at people um and they're really funny some of them like kind of there's this one that elaborate one where the guy wrote like the girl was like write me a poem like or something and he wrote her a poem and then all the first letters of each word in that poem wrote send nudes if you, if you put all the first letters <laughs> like that's just like i mean it's beautiful like i don't know i i feel but, like the, but the couldn't comp- you just read that reddit without making a tinder no i want to do that i want to be the one he wants to make jokes i want to oh, make jokes i get it i got you okay you get what i'm saying like i got you i don't know I to you. me that just seems so enjoyable uh I don't know. I'll, I'll send you guys. There's a couple of really good ones, and yeah. So I kind of want to do that. Maybe I'm weird, but I'm, I'm trying to convince Taryn that we should make a Tinder account. <laughs> Somehow I don't <laughs> see that going over. I don't. I don't. Know. It hasn't worked yet. She hasn't seen the value yet, but I'll I'll convince her. Um. Okay. Uh. We're. <laughs> this is the naughty zone. We're we're yeah. at. We're, this is good games podcast after dark. I just want you guys to. To hear some of the alternate versions of... Okay, so you guys are all aware there's a place in France where the naked ladies dance, right? Yeah. Uh, So, um, 
There's I've some there's that. some alternate mm-hmm. versions. There's a place in France where the ladies wear no pants. The men don't care because they're in their underwear. There's a place in France with naked ladies dance. There's a hole in the wall where the boys can see it all. Okay, here's one of the World War II ones that I was talking about. Uh, when your mind goes blank and you're dying for a wank, and Ooh. Hitler's playing snooker with your balls in the Money. German nick, they hang you by your dick and put dirty pictures on the walls. Wow. <laughs> what? They came up with this when? Like, how long ago? I, 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 this dates. This has to date back to the 40s. But I don't... Why is this a thing? Why is These this are like, our grandparents coming up with this shit. That's what that means. Our filthy, filthy grandparents are walking around talking about... Uh, when your mind goes blank and you're dying for a wank. And <laughs> Jesus. Wow. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Please give your endorsement, Justin. I, I just had to get that out of my system. Actually, funny thing was, I was going to endorse the same thing as Leo, because oh. I have also begun making to... a Tinder profile with your wife. <laughs> well, no, not that. Um, no, the streaming thing. Oh yeah. Um, I've, Where I've can also, we find so you I on kinda... Twitch, Justin? Ooh, it is Golden Days Elf. That's Golden and then D A Z E Elf. Uh, Twitch TV. I also post the full streams on YouTube. Uh, same account. Uh, but yeah, uh, so after me and Leo played Elite Dangerous, I started to kind of revamp my streaming again. I, I streamed a little bit, but then, you know, life happened. Um, but you know, after we did Elite Dangerous, I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to get back into this. I need to get this all back in order and, and, and get it together again. Let me, let me start doing some of this because I have so much in my freaking Steam library that I have to play right now. Yeah. I bought all these games when they go on sale, and a lot of them came in like, oh, you can buy these four games for $5. I'm like, ooh, now I have a fuck ton of games that I just haven't played, and I really <laughs> yeah. need to like, catch up on them. So Same. I'm going to start trying to stream again. For anyone looking for Justin on uh, YouTube, if you go to our Good Games Cast YouTube channel, we should be friends with Justin or... Subscribe, following, following yeah, Justin, yeah. whatever it is, we have links somewhere. We have links to Justin's YouTube channel. Yep, uh, on Good Games Cast. If you're looking, watching this on YouTube. All yeah, right, and recently guys. I've, I've I've played uh, Astroneer and Subnautica, so you'll find those up there. Ooh. And in case you want to join next time on uh, on my stream for the official cast too, uh, it is Twitch.tv slash Logical Insanity. We'll put a link out there with mine too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if this catches on, I insist that we make a, a official Good Games podcast Twitch. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah. If, if, if we get, if we get uh, whatever, a lot more viewers. And thank you again, Twitch chat, for hanging out with us. You guys are yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah. Anything else, guys? I don't know. What, what else? Is, is that it? Um, uh, oh, uh, our, our next show is going to be uh, about speedrunning, right? Are we doing a speedrun show? Speedrun show. Yeah. All right. Our next show is going to be all we just about AGDQ. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some speed runs on our Ooh. next episode. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, all right. Well, that's, yeah. that's it for me. Uh, for the Good Games Podcast, I'm James. I'm Leo. I'm Justin. And join the Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We didn't even talk about how the Space Force. Yeah. Space that, Force. That, that'll be our. Alright, hang on. Goodbye. See you guys. Goodbye. See See ya. ya.
Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't even talk about the Space Force logo looking like a ripoff of the Starfleet logo. We were going to talk okay. about that, weren't we? Yeah, yeah addendum. Addendum now. Yeah, um, this will be the after credits stinger. Yeah. That I, um, uh, so we have we so, actually have two situations, if, if no one knows. So we have, yes, we have Space Force, which apparently the, the new logo for Space Force looks very much like Star Trek. And then we have the coronavirus in China, where they created a company around that to like counter it but it looks very very close to the um- umbrella corp logo <laughs> it's like so, real real close like re- that one's dangerously close that one's just yeah. off by a color yeah yeah so let, let's talk let's talk about these logos real quick so first yeah. of all space force are we really that upset about it no, no I'm mean, not like, upset about it, but I'm just saying that can't be a mistake. Like, oh, that's, no, it's, oh yeah, nobody's totally. accidentally ripping especially off especially when Star we had Fleet Picard yeah. like three days yeah. ago. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's a very obvious uh, reference or homage or I don't know, rip off, whatever you want to call it. We're getting like yeah. talk around, like so. It's like, oh, everyone's talking about Picard and Star Trek, so let's throw mm-hmm. in this logo and get on top of that talk. You know, I don't know. It's like, could be marketing. Oh shit! That's what I should have endorsed. I watched the first episode of Picard. Not terrible. It was not really? terrible. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. yeah, I heard like I heard some of the CG feels not Star Trek. Mm, I haven't watched it, it is, yet because I don't is, have CBS all access. It is all very access, but... CG heavy. Yeah, which is kind of jarring because uh, Next Gen was not really CG heavy for the most part. Like they just had some like very basic CG effects, and a lot of like everything else was practical, right? Yeah. Like the only the only thing that was really like consistently in effect was like the view screen, uh, yeah. and everything else was was basically practical on that show. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of CG in Picard. Also, Patrick Stewart. Different. Patrick Stewart is fucking old. <laughs> oh, I was yeah, one. That was gonna, that, the part to me is that he's got to be so old now. Like, it's yeah, he weird. is. But but um, it's nice. The, it's is, nice. the show is aware that he's old. That which is gotcha. Good. They yeah. play it right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't do, they don't do like a Han Solo move. Yeah, I heard no, they no, play no. it right yeah. by like, in spoilers, but apparently this happens in like the first few minutes of the show. Apparently, they they pay homage to his age by literally blowing him up. Uh, and apparent, and apparently he survives. No, there's a better. So it's in that same scene, and it's yeah, about halfway through the episode. He has to, like, they're running away from somebody, and he has to run up a flight of stairs, and he gets to the top of the flight of stairs, and he's like, no, 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 hold on, I'm having a heart attack, like, you, we gotta stop, like, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm out of breath. That's yeah, like, okay, that's good, at least the show is aware that he's very old now. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, Tinra says, uh, have we noticed that the Space Force logo is just like the USAF Space logo? I guess we're talking the United States Air Force logo? I didn't know... Yeah. Oh, the the Air Force logo or the Air Force uh, Space logo? I don't, I don't know. USAF. Uh-huh. Yeah, US oh, Space Air logo. Force. Space yeah. logo. Space logo. The, the Air Force Space logo. Yeah. Oh, that makes more I don't sense. Know. Uh, let me let me Google that real quick. Yeah, I mean, right. I don't know. That can't be a coincidence that it's it's Starfleet. That's my. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh well, wait, no, no, that's the nope, that's the Space Command one. Um, Air Force Space logo. Check it out. Oh yeah, that. I mean. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty similar. The, the arrow I, is exactly the same, and it has... Yeah. I, I heard about it, that, so. where um, yeah. certain astronauts got, like, commendations, and the commendations actually, like, had that kind of, uh, like, three-point 
looking symbol yeah. and that's actually where gene roddenberry got his inspiration for the logo of star trek right ah, so in a sense so it all comes full circle it's, it's uh, all kind so of it's, the same we, thing we had it backwards gene roddenberry is ripping off the air force and the air force is the new space force logo is just an evolution of the air force logo i yeah, guess i that, don't know how maybe, true that is i don't know whatever that's my <laughs> i don't know who knows that's something i so, read in a news article Half the time, I don't trust what news articles provide. Well, but you, gotta, sure. you, you should believe everything you read on the internet, for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's my that's yeah. my thing. Yeah, I also believe that we're gonna be overrun by zombies now, apparently, because okay, umbrella, yeah, so that, umbrella so, is real. Yeah, so this is the other topic for discussion, and Tanner also mentioned that no one's talking about the biolab in Wuhan for research on a deadly virus. Yeah. So what? Can you just explain this whole situation to me? Like, I, I, I've heard a little bit about it, but like, what, what's the deal there? So there's this thing called the coronavirus, right? And apparently, it's a super bad virus. It's and but it's it's been a very rare virus. There's only like, like in the U.S. alone, there's only like maybe one or two cases a year. For some fucking reason in China, it is now blown up to about like 2,500 cases. Yeah. And that is kind of nuts and kind of scary because it's not a virus that's supposed to be common. It's supposed to be a rare virus. I don't know what it entails. I would have to look that up. But all I know, it's like it was supposed to be a virus that no one really ever sees. Because, you know, we're we're in a day and age where a lot of bacteria and viruses don't affect us anymore because we tend to have sanitary and cleanliness and all that. But this apparently is just blowing up. So let's see. Uh, coronavirus. Coronaviruses are a group of viruses that cause diseases in mammals, including humans and birds. In humans, the virus causes respiratory infections, which are typically mild, but in rare cases can be lethal. Uh, in cows and pigs, they cause diarrhea, while in chickens, it can cause upper respir- respiratory disease. Hmm. Um, and so zombie. apparently, yeah, and apparently, yeah, and apparently, <laughs> zombie. And zombie brain. Yeah, for some reason in China, which maybe because of the population, I don't know, because they're massive, you know, they have a massive population there. Uh, the virus is just blowing up there for whatever fucking reason. And now, like, everyone's wearing a mask. Everyone's, like, wearing, like, f- full body clothes to try to not get infected. Um, because it's just, it's, they're, they're pretty much having, like, a, a viral panic. Okay, so Tinra says that, uh, the 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 virus it didn't affect humans that that's how rare it was it was basically only found in animals yeah and so and recently made a jump from animals to humans um same type of virus that SARS came from which was kind of big in China a couple years ago too um but where does like the umbrella logo come in so th- apparently this corporation I think I I just read this today like some corporation that's been built to handle the virus uh literally made the umbrella logo the only difference is instead of the red it has teal but it's the exact same umbrella shape as the umbrella corporation from the resident evil series and you can't really be someone who's dealing with a virus with an umbrella looking logo no or else internet meme culture will destroy you so is that that that's accurate yes Yeah. yeah wow yeah that's interesting so now everyone thinks that coronavirus is the zombie apocalypse. Well, I'm going to start loading up on ammo now. There and, you go. Uh, we'll see how things go from here. Yeah. Also, somebody pointed out in that article that you linked that Corona is an anagram of raccoon. Oh, yeah, raccoon, that's right. Raccoon City. Yeah. 
except so, for yeah. the fact that in Resident it's Evil, a, Raccoon is spelled with two C's, not one. Sure, yeah. Oh, true. But, that's right, yeah. But still. But still, that, that doesn't help their case, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Tinder is saying there's a research facility that opened last year in the same city that the virus started out in. Uh, oh, okay. All right. I don't, we're not sure if that's the same one with the logo, but... Yeah, a lot of creepy. That is, that is, man, that's starting to sound. Now, that article that you linked also talked about the recent popularity in that game on Steam that I actually have a friend who's playing it and I kind of want to try it out called Plague. Called Resident Evil. Oh. No. <laughs> it's the it's one like, where you can, like, spread viruses, right? And you spread do, viruses. And you yeah, evolve plague. the virus. In, um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, you, this has led to a popularity in, that, in the downloads of that game now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good, I guess. I, I guess. What, how bizarre is that? But I do want to try the game out. I saw my friend playing it, and I was like, that sounds kind of interesting. It's like Pandemic, but like, you know, indie game version. It's like everyone's like, everyone's like yeah. Dwight Schrute, where they're like, we need another plague. There's too many people. <laughs> yeah, see, well, Tinder says it's an awesome game. I, I've heard good things about it. I want to check it out. All right. Good stuff. Maybe that'll, um, maybe that'll be a future episode. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Deadly maybe. viruses. <laughs> if we're all still around, if, this, if the zombie apocalypse hasn't consumed all of our podcast listeners, then we'll do uh, an episode on Plague, I guess. Yeah. 